Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad you joined us. I don't know where you're listening from, but we're glad you are listening, and I love hearing the stories about where you listen from, what city, state, country, uh, when you listen, walking the baby, sitting in the tub, having your coffee in the morning, and why you listen. Thank you so much for your continual encouragement. We pray that the work that we are doing which is designed to encourage you and keep you on focus, is doing exactly that, encouraging you. And we began uh, 30 Ways to Declutter. Go back and listen to the first lesson because it will give you a framework about why we get in such a muddle with so much stuff and go through the first 10 um, or 8 or 9 anyway of the 30 Ways to Declutter. The most important rule, and it's a rule, why is it we don't like rules? Because we don't like being told what to do. I was helping someone make a meal recently, and it was a complicated recipe. It's called spaghetti squash lasagna. Okay, you ready for this? So you have to cook the spaghetti squash. You have to put the cottage cheese and the egg and the parsley and the Parmesan cheese. You know, that's one of the layers in lasagna. There's no pasta in this recipe. You have to cook the turkey meat, and it's turkey, not beef, and then the vegetables. And I always put leeks and onions and mushrooms. You have to saute all of that. And then you have to have the mozzarella cheese, which goes on top of it. And then you have to have a pan, and you have to have it all layered. So, well, it's great to have another pair of hands. But the way this person cooked drove me so crazy because it was a little here and a little there and a stop there. When, if you look at this recipe, you see things that have to be mixed, things that have to be cooked in the oven or in the microwave, things that have to be prepared before you can actually put it together. And when you're putting together, it's not a good time for scraping the spaghetti squash out of the squash. It, get it done. The key word to organization is preparation. And so as we were doing it, I said, you know, this is really, it's a young person who was doing this with me, this is really the picture of life. Because life goes a lot better if we're prepared for it. Are you ready? Do you have enough money to pay the bills, that, things that you spent last night, last month? That's a good key to preparation. Are you ready to invite people to your home? That's what we're talking about. How do we increase using our homes, the largest space most of us ever in charge of or own, to bless others, to love others? Get rid of the clutter, and that will help you feel free to do this. Get it prepared. Cook the squash, clean out the spaghetti, get it in a container. Get the cottage cheese mixture mixed. Get the meat fried, the vegetables fried, the sauce made. Get the mozzarella cheese, zip, 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 zip. When you put the casserole together, it only takes a few minutes. But if you have to stop to start to get some more fried, to get some more... That recipe took us two and a half hours, and it's complicated to begin with. It takes 45 minutes. When it was done, it was beautiful, and it's a huge portion. You can eat off of it for three days. So the key word is preparation. Put it back where you got it from is the key word to being prepared to have a decluttered home. Stay focused. The way we see a problem is the problem itself. And 
often it's hard for us to stay focused. We get so distracted. Now, for years, I've called that bunny trailing. And believe me, if you can prove that you are a bigger bunny trailer than I am, I'll give you the crown. But right now, I'm still wearing the crown for the most scattered, distracted bunny trailer in the world. And I had to work very hard to change the patterns in my life. And the problem with my clutter was that I would become so easily distracted I couldn't stay focused and accomplish thing in one thing. I remember a season in my life when my telephone was as busy as my keyboard and my email and my text is today. And I decided in a prayerful, thoughtful way, the way to help me be distracted and keep this clutter under control was to not answer the phone between nine and noon. I was a stay-at-home mom and I had daily work to accomplish to keep our home running as my husband did in his daily work to keep our home running economically and as he did on the weekends to keep our yard and property running. And so how was I going to run the house and how many hours did I really think it would take to run the house? This is post raising children and we raised one child and then were um, a part of raising our two nephews and niece for three or four years um, when they were young. So I saw that it took me about 15 or 20 really fast-paced, uh, focused, undistracted hours to run our home, to get the market list ready, to get to the market, to get the laundry washed and dried and folded and put away, the washing machines cleaned out to keep the floors mopped and vacuumed, to keep the cabinets washed, to keep the closets organized, everything it takes to run a home and keep it organized. And so I figured 15 hours a day, and this was my work, and I was going to give it the best time of the day. So I did, between 9 and 12. My husband was gone, my daughter or the kids were gone, maybe all the kids were gone when I began to practice this, but I think they were still at home in school. From 9 to 12, I did nothing else but housework. I did everything that it took to manage the house. Well, at noon o'clock, I was free. I could answer the phone. I could talk the phone. I could go out. I could do the other things that I wanted to do. So stay focused and do whatever it takes for you to stay focused. Ditch the junk mail. I don't know about you, but the junk mail continues to come to my house. I know we get less mail because we can do so many things on the computer. We can scan it and fax it, sign it send it off. We're signing a contract for the event that we're hosting here in Phoenix, our headquarters. Please come and join us April 23rd for a day, counterculture woman of every age. But as we signed the contract, we didn't even need to go to the venue. They'll send it to you. You can sign it online. You can send it back. It's all done. You don't need to leave home. You don't have to leave home. You can deposit your checks right from home. You don't need to go to the bank and make a deposit. So many things that we've saved. But we're still getting a lot of junk mail. So ditch the junk mail. It's still a felony and a part of our um, federal uh, laws that if you are asked to be taken off a mailing list and they do not take you off of the mailing list, they can be fined for that. So I have a half page 
piece of paper that I use the envelope that the junk came in. I fold it up, I put it in, and I tell them to take me off the mail. And you can do that as well with your computer. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. It's amazing how often we subscribe to something because in the moment we have to give them their email, our email, to get the discount or to open the venue to have it happen. And then suddenly we look at our emails and through the night there are 10 emails that come that I'm not interested in at all. It takes about 30 seconds to unsubscribe. They will tell you what the law says. This may take 24, 48, seven days before you're officially off, but take the time to do it. It will help you with your clutter. Remember, we're talking about clutter in cars, closets, computers, and the schedules of our lives. Know yourself. What does knowing myself have to do with clutter? Well, here's what it has to do with clutter. When's the strongest time of your day? And how are you at the end of the day? After the kids have gone to bed, are you exhausted? Or is that when you get a second wind and you can rush around the house and get things done that the little children interrupt you from? But know yourself. I can tell you that at night, I'm always gone. I have to force myself to do anything past 9 o'clock, including a balut and wash my face. I want to quiet down and read. Now, I'm not 40 anymore. But I've always been that way. So I know myself and know that I'm not going to keep the clutter free after 9 o'clock. I'm going to have to keep it free before 9 o'clock. Don't be tempted. Here is the thing that is so easy. Don't be tempted. I have time for that. If you have undone things, you don't have time for anything else. So my question to you is, do you have undone things? Do you have a little secret pile over there of, I'll get to that when I have time? things that should be taken care of. I'll tell you the worst one for me that I did, and my husband and I had strong words over it, but we were given a timeshare some years ago. But managing the timeshare takes time. Oh my gosh, it's like a, a whole other business. It's a whole other world. It's a whole other language. And I always put that in my little pile of when I have time. And when my husband said to me, you know, we're paying for this timeshare every year, and are we going to use it this year? And I went, uh, 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 uh. no, we lost that week because I did. That was my, uh, when I came to this very question for myself, no, I don't have time. If I have something undone in an undone pile, waiting to be done, and someone says, can you do this? The answer should be, no, I don't have time for that. Start with the spot that drives you the craziest. When you begin your declutter, start with the spot that really bothers you. Is it the garage? Is it the bathroom? Is it the closet? Is it the kitchen? We're all different. I have some hot spots. Um, I have some hot spots. One of my hot spots is my car. I, I want no junk in my car. Okay? Some of you are saying, oh, remember, never let the auto woman drive in my car. I remember a young woman who picked me up from the airport. You know, I travel and speak to audiences around the country, and it's a wonderful part of my life. I love it. I get on a plane. I get off the plane. To, to this day, no one has nev not picked me up. I always think when they're late, oh, they're not coming. I'm in, I'm in Toledo, and I don't know what to do from here. Someone always picks me up. And this young woman didn't know who I was, didn't know that I stood for order and organization, as well as mentoring and friendship and encouraging young women. She had no idea about that. She 
open the car door and in the passenger side where you put your feet it was three inches deep of cups and wrappers and papers and she said oh just kick those aside and i did and i never said a word to her about it until the end of the conference when she came to take me back to the airport and the passenger side was totally clean i didn't look at the rest of the car she said I read some chapters in your book this weekend. <laughs> Poor dear girl. But I can't stand junk in the car. It, it, so, so every time I get out of the car, I look around. Did I leave my dental floss? Did I leave a cup? Did I leave a wrapper from my, my protein bar? What did I leave? Did I leave a newspaper or a book? And I take it with me. All of us have different places. What's yours? Start there. If it's the garage, it's the bathroom, it's the closet, it's the kitchen. Start decluttering in the place that drives you the craziest. Establish places for the family's ingredients, the important things. I said earlier, uh, get the stuff you need and put it in a file or a container, but establish places for the things the rest of the family uses. A key container to open and close the door, to open and close the car door. Things that the family uses to open and close the mailbox key. Dirty clothes. Where do the kids put the dirty clothes? Do they have a basket in their room? Or are they putting it on the floor and you say, that I hate them on the floor. Get them a basket. Go to the 99 cent store and get them each a basket. What about the laundry room? Is there a place for the clothes to be put in the laundry room? Are you asking them to store the clothes in the laundry room? To sort the clothes in the laundry room? What are you asking them to do? Where do you want them to put the mail? Or magazines? Or important records? Or papers from school. Get a crate that the kids have to put in as they come in the house as you're teaching them to put it back where you got it from. Telephone talking. We love to talk on the telephone, don't we? I love the telephone. And it's hard for me to say that because for years I said I hated the telephone. And the reason why I love the telephone is because it is still a place where we can communicate and we can hear one another's tone. In the tone of my voice, I say an awful lot. When I'm laughing, if you know me well, you can see what my face looks like when I'm laughing, even if I'm on the telephone. It's a time to have a soft voice or a loud voice or a strong voice. It's a time where we can communicate vocally and say the things we need to say without copying out and putting it in an email or a text, especially if it's on an important subject. So if you're using the telephone to your advantage or if you're using it too much, how much telephone talking do you do? Do you have a headset? Can you do other jobs while you're talking? Have you consciously thought about jobs you can do while you're talking? I can always fold laundry while I'm talking on the telephone. So if I call my dear friend in Southern California, and I know that's a 15-minute conversation, I make sure I have a load of laundry that's coming out of the dryer, and I can fold it and talk to her and put them away at the same time. If it's serious conversation, I try very hard to sit myself in a place that I'm not distracted. Well, some more decluttering tools. I think we're up to 19. I've lost track because I've added a few along the way, but come again. We're on to 30 ways to declutter your home, and I hope one or two of them have been encouraging to you. Remember, we are all about encouraging you in the world that you live in, and we're encouraging you to make your home a place that's more welcome, more beautiful, more friendly, and decluttered.
Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go on and make it a very uncommon day of decluttering.